Hello, everyone. My name is Dina, and you're listening to Slavsvite, a podcast about Slavic languages. Last time we covered Slovene dialects, and now we are jumping on to East Slavic languages. And again, you might think the bigger the language, more dialects are there to be found. But hear me out. Russian is the most widely spoken Slavic language, but it only has three dialects. Some of you might argue and say, no, Russian has many dialects, but the truth is they all somehow end up belonging to one of the three major groups, Southern, Northern, and Middle Russian dialect. Because there is actually nowhere in the world a strict line between one dialect and another dialect. There is this Middle Russian that combines the characteristics of both Southern and Northern dialect. The truth is, this Middle Russian is actually not influenced by Northern and Southern dialect in the whole. So these Southern parts of the Middle Russian dialect are influenced by the Southern dialect, and the Northern parts are influenced by the Northern dialect. So it's not homogeneous. That's why there are not that many characteristics that we can say are present in the whole Middle Russian territory. We have another thing in Russian that is called dialectal zones. It's actually dividing the language and dividing the dialects into smaller zones that have common characteristics. So in Russian, we have seven dialectal zones. The Western, which captures the Western part of both Northern and Southern dialect and Middle Russian. The Northern, which is spread at the north of the Northern dialect. Southern, which is logically at the south of the Southern dialect. Southwestern, connected with the Western part of the Southern dialect and Middle Russian. Southeastern, at the east of Northern and Middle Russian. And finally, at the west of Northern and Middle Russian, Northeastern dialectal zone. I am not going to get into details, just wanted to give you an overlook of these zones. Again, I would strongly recommend taking a look at the map on the website that is listed in this episode's description so you could picture it to yourself where these dialects are spoken. Dialects are a part of the standard language as well, because, as I mentioned in the last episode, every standard language is based on one or more dialects. So you may find some expressions in standard language that might not be clear to you until you get familiar with some dialects. For example, Russian has a phrase, which roughly translates as nothing can be seen. If you take a closer look at this phrase, you will find out that the word zga is not present in the standard speech, but in the northern dialect, zga is a ring that you put on a horse. <laughs> I actually don't know a, a proper English word for that. I think it's um like this chain that you put around the horse in order um for you to be able to ride it. <laughs> I'm not really an expert, <laughs> as you can see. So each of these groups, northern, southern, and middle, can be split into smaller dialects, like Novgorod group or Volgod group. But I won't get into those details because, as I said earlier, all of these dialects belong to one of these three major groups. So what are the characteristics of 
each of these groups. Well, let's start with phonetics. The first thing that always comes to everyone's mind when we're talking about Russian dialects are akanye and okanye. If you listen to my episode about Slovene dialects, you remember what akanye is. But for those of you who didn't, let me explain. Simply put, the unstressed O is losing its quality and can be pronounced as A or A, depending on its position in the word. However, when all of the O's in the word are pronounced the same way, it's okanye, which is to be noticed in the northern dialects. So, for example, if we have vody and vady in standard language, in northern dialects it would be vody and vody. Another interesting feature is to be seen when talking about the voiced velar G. In the northern and middle dialect, G is pronounced as G, but in the south it is pronounced as fricative H. So when talking about God, for example, southern people will call him Bog, but the ones coming from the north will say Bog. When it comes to morphology, funny things occur. Remember how I said that people in Gorinska region of Slovenia often masculinize neutered nouns? Well, southern Russians feminize them, probably because of akanye. So because ending a marks feminine nouns, and as we saw before, unstressed o is pronounced a or a, they tend to use feminine adjective endings when describing neutral nouns. So, for example, instead of saying balshoe stada, they say balshaya stada. It kind of sounds like plural in my Serbian brain, but it definitely isn't. <laughs> Dialects also build plural in different ways. So, for those of you who are not familiar with Russian, Russian builds plural with endings u, i, or a, but u and i are more common. <laughs> In dialects where akanye is present, in the words where the regular ending would be a, they use u or i, like for example in akni instead of akna. But vice versa situation also occurs, this time with masculine and feminine nouns. So instead of saying dvari, they use stressed a ending dvara. So. Southern Russians also have soft ending for third person singular, which is actually a thing that was a part of standard speech for a long time and is still present in Ukrainian and Belarusian. This also may be why it is still present in Southern Russian. Now, the last thing we are going to be talking about today is vocabulary, and to be honest, this is always my favorite part of any dialectal research. So we have words that are specific for a dialect and are not part of the standard language. Then we have dialectal words that also made it into standard language, and finally we have non-standard words that are not specific for a certain territory. So in Russian we have some words, for example, like most, that are present in all three dialects, but its meaning differs. So for example, standard language and some dialects think. Most is bridge, but other dialects use it when talking about floors. 
Then, of course, we have different words for the same thing, kind of like English autumn and fall. <laughs> so, in the South, the word for bowl in which you need dough is dija, whereas in the North, the same bowl is kvashonka. I left one of my favorite dialectal verbs for the end. So, standard Russian does not have a verb. They simply say the rain is going, dozd idiot. But northern dialects certainly came up with a solution. Dozdit. It's so uncomplicated, so natural. You would almost think it's a standard Russian word. And that's it for today, guys. Make sure you find me on Instagram under Slavsvite or write me on slavicteaparty at gmail dot com if you have any questions, suggestions, or want to be my guest. You can find a transcript of this episode as well as some interesting videos on my website, which is listed in this episode's description.